From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. All right, welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan on this special Christmas edition of the Calvary Life Podcast. That's right. We are recording this on the week leading up to Christmas Day, which is one of my favorite times of the year. I think yes. it's one of yours as yes. well. I think it's everybody's almost. Right. You know, um, and it's just I love everything about Christmas. The lights, obviously, <laughs> I mean, the lights, but I just like how I think it's so cool how this whole world is decorated and fun. Hmm. And mm-hmm. and it's like it's so interesting to me that because I think you could be sad that people maybe don't know the real story or don't care as much about the real story. But right. still, the entire world changes how everything is done. Yeah. Because of Jesus. Yeah. Like. Incredible. Yeah. Even if it's gotten morphed into some other stuff or whatever, like Santa kind of stuff or whatever, it's still, it's still ultimately because Jesus was born. There's Christmas markets across Europe. Yes. There's, I have a nativity set from Kenya. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, just like cool stuff like that. Like everywhere Uh, you go. You play with Rick Steves. He like wrote like the travel books and everything. Yeah. You're Uh, through the back door. Right. I actually mentioned him yesterday. Did you really? Yeah. 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 So Rick (laughs) Steves has this probably 20 year old, um, Christmas around Christmas in Europe, um, PBS special. Oh yeah. Cool. And I came across it last year and it's so relaxing. Like you can just kind of put it on the background. Yeah. But it's him going to Chris, you know, I just thought that when you said Christmas markets, but places in Germany and England. Yep. Remember and, when we had our romantic interlude in, uh, <laughs> yes, in, in yes. Paris together. So Matt and I went on a trip to Paris, like for a missions trip kind of thing, like a conference. And then they were like just getting the Christmas markets ready right. in Paris. And we were checking it all out and all excited, right. but it was just the two of us. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> we were texting our wives and they're like, why didn't you bring us? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going though, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So Rick Steves, um, didn't think we'd go there on this podcast right away, but Rick Steves, but uh, <laughs> but it was hitting me the same way that like, wow, in all these places, there's some, even if it's distorted, some acknowledgement of Jesus yeah. in this month. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty exactly. incredible. Yeah, I love it. So yeah, we'll talk about some Christmas stuff. We'll answer some listener questions. We want to answer more listener questions, but we've got a couple that were about Christmassy things. Mm-hmm. We've got some that are just like in response and some that are just absurd. Um, <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of our audience, yeah, right? Yeah, it's perfect. I Spot it's... on and some absurdity. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, oh, and then at the end, we'll probably do some, we might do some uh, year-end kind of favorite yeah. things of the year. Yeah, sort 2021 of list. Yes. So, um, anyway, like Doan, what, uh, let's see, what should we tackle first? Should we do some Christmas questions here first from our, yeah, from our I th- audience? I think our listener is probably in Christmas mood. So let, let's tackle some Christmas questions. Yeah. So, um, this one is from Francis and Francis wants to know what is your favorite Christmas carol and why? But then Ooh. they also said, what's your least favorite and why? <laughs> um, well, I, I love traditional carols, so I don't like anything that's necessarily made in like the last 10, 15 years. You're not like a Mariah Carey guy kind of thing? No, yeah, no, yeah, not yeah, at yeah. all. Not at yeah. all. So uh, Hark the Herald is such Hark a the classic. Herald, nice. Such a classic for a couple of reasons. One, it's seenable. Yes. Because there's a couple of those. Go to high, holy <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, holy night. I'm just, I'm out. Like after one line, I can't do it. <laughs> I know. Uh, so Hark the Herald feels like it's seenable. And there's just these rich words, right, that are scattered throughout it. So... Uh, so yeah, I probably would pick that one. Um, let's see, 
I love anything by Bing Crosby too. Oh, Bing me Crosby too. is incredible. I've been pushing Bing Crosby on my family this whole like last week. How's it going? It's been good. No, they they actually like it, but they keep wanting to play like the Sia or like whatever these like pop artist like yeah. you know like pop artist uh, Christmas stuff. Right. And I'm just like, uh, I'm annoyed. I want yeah. the old stuff. Yeah. Although, <laughs> uh, I'll contradict myself in a moment. Have you heard Phil Wickham's? Um, I haven't, but I saw it on like a list somewhere yes, actually. So it's, it's, it's good. Excellent. It came out last year. All right. So Phil Wickham, Christian artist, musician, came out with his own, and they're just all traditional carols, but yep. kind of in his own way. And yep. it's they're really good. Yep, yep. I like. Okay, what about you? Let me ask Francis a question to you. Okay, so Breakback means my favorite one. Then we'll do the least favorite ones. Okay. But uh, I'd say. My favorite one is probably, I do love, oh my gosh, I'm struggling here. I love the O Come, O Come Emmanuel, like yes. the kind of like vibey, kind of minor chord vibe of it. Yes. I like that a lot. Have we done that? We've done that one here yeah, so yeah. far. Yeah, we, we did it the first week, I think, yeah. the, with the prophets looking ahead. Remember that whole thing? Mm-hmm. And we did O Come mm-hmm. Emmanuel. Yeah. It was just, I think it was just Josh, like, mm-hmm. solo and did like a bunch of verses of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that there was, those verses existed. Right, it went deep into the catalog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is cool. Huh. And then I do like, remember the whole old... Um, this is like into the albums, like you mentioned the Phil Wickham stuff, but remember Sufjan Stevens? Yes. And is that, that, is that how you say his name? Sufjan, yeah. Sufjan. Not Sufjan. S U J F A N. Yeah. S U F. Oh, S U F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Sufjan Stevens. Yeah. It's kind of just like a folksy, creative. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. It's cool. I like that one. He's from Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, I really hate the baby. It's cold outside song. Oh. It's so cringy and gross and it's just like, it's, it's a rough, yeah. it's a rough listen. You know, I, I feel like that song's playing in every mall that you yeah, go into. And you're just like, Oh, I feel like I'm being like, it's like harassment or something, you know, to have to listen <laughs> to it. <laughs> well, why did you say that? Cause the, kind of what the word's been getting out this year that you do not like Mary. Did you know? I don't know why it's getting out this year. It's like in the past that I've like hated on it so much. Like you know? I've seen people actually post on social media. Dude. Like here is Mary. Did you know for Eric Wakeling? Okay. So what was funny? Okay. I'm going to say about the thing that somebody just posted actually, because, and I just saw it today and they posted a couple of days ago, which, you know, cause I just rarely on social media. Yeah. I'm just, Sabbath. I'm just Sabbath. really just like reading. And, you know, and it, <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So like I've talked about how, you know, yeah, Mary knew because like how we just did the whole thing of the angels appearing to Mary, yeah. angels appearing to Joseph. I'm sure they talked about what the angel said. So, right. so Mary should have known that Jesus would save his people from their sins. Mary should have known that he'd be a king with a, a reign that would last forever and ever and sit in the throne of his father, David, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And then all the stuff she sang in the Magnificat, she knew all of that. Uh-huh. And then, so it's like, Mary, did you know? It's like, well, sure. Like she didn't know he was going to walk on water, like details. Does anybody know? Like, you know, anyway, that kind of thing. But Mary basically knew what was going on. She didn't know like, how does the penal substitution, substitutionary atonement like actually work or whatever. No, like, no. So I think Mary, do you know, it's like a direct assault at the deity of Mary. I think it's trying to get at, you know, Ooh, I like you that. know Mary didn't know because she's not deity. She's not, you know. So the like co-redemptress with with Jesus. So I think it was actually like interesting, you know, putting Mary in her place in some. So ways. does it does it require Godhead and divinity to like just listen to what someone tells you? Because like I don't know, like the angels <laughs> just said stuff, I know, and then, I, know. I don't know what. I'm sorry, I'm coming at you. But <laughs> what I said this year to like just in a social media post was something yeah. 
Oh, I was because I was talking about how Aaron and Jonathan wore those hats yeah. that said "Mary, did you know?" Right at, at our staff at, Christmas party. Yeah, they wore. It's, wait, wait, let me just stop right <laughs> okay. there. It was the best. If you haven't seen this, so uh, Jonathan Smalley, our reach local pastor, Aaron um, Holm, our spiritual formation pastor, emceed our staff Christmas party. There's like 30, 40 of us there, yeah. and this is a couple weeks ago, and they showed up emceeing with hats on that said "Mary, did you know?" Uh, they kind of marry one, and then I think didn't you know to yeah. kind of make fun of Eric's favorite least favorite song and then they both had black arm slings yes just to like mimic mine. eric over the last six weeks with his broken collarbone so one of the ways we show love here on yes. our staff is to make fun of each other so yeah. it was pretty incredible and i definitely encourage that but like so i posted that picture and i said and i said i always be you know they did this because i always like because i say that mary yeah. mostly knew mostly jokingly mary mostly knew you know and i'm just kind of like messing around with it and then um somebody um rachel like that's um like goes to our church virtually. Um, and she like posted this whole video of them playing a song. (laughs) Mary mostly knew (laughs) that's her baby boy. That's good. Rachel. So I like the Mary mostly knew. I thought that was good. That's (laughs) so yeah, I know Uh, that is like my jokingly, but so I've also seen that song this year. Like everybody's talking about that whole issue. Did she, or didn't she know on like Twitter and stuff? Like I don't, I'm the are you not seeing that? Because I feel like our Twitter algorithm is like yeah, exactly we're, the same. Yeah, we're basically the same person on there. But no, I I haven't caught that. That's okay. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So lots of people trying to defend the song. <laughs> lots of people then coming at the song and like being way too serious about it. Yeah. And I feel like once I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm out. Like I like yeah. this stuff if it's like a, knit, uh, like a niche, like jokey kind of yeah. thing. But then it's like, okay, I'm out now that it's like a thing. Speaking of that, niche or niche? We've talked about this before actually on the podcast. I think both are acceptable is actually the real answer. Should I Google this while we talk? Maybe we should. Cause niche feels like it's a little, uh, okay. I want you to uppity up. You talk about the song that you don't like. <laughs> yeah. The so most Francis to answer up. your question about my least favorite song, I think most of the songs that involve Santa are kind of annoying and I'm not anti oh, wow. Santa necessarily. I still do a thing with my kids where, um, <laughs> on Christmas Eve at night, I'll go outside their bedrooms with keys and I'll shake keys outside their windows. And oh, then, being Santa. Yeah, so like acting like Santa, like the bells are coming or something. So it's a little awkward with my 14, 16-year-old, but they just <laughs> kind of grimace and laugh at my their old dad. But um, So I'm not anti-Santa necessarily, but I just I have yet to find a good Santa song that moves me, stirs me. So... All right. I'm thinking Santa got ran over by a reindeer, like that genre. That's, it's just trash. So you got no sense of humor is what you're saying? <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> I, I love the poignant, <laughs> sentimental. Yes, yes. Songs. So anyway. All right, I'm with you, I'm with you. So Francis, thank you for that question. Okay. That was super helpful. And let, we also have a question well, from. Well, no, no, hold on. I've got some interesting news on niche or niche. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not forget that. Some fascinating stuff, although a pop-up just blocked. Okay, here we go. So this is, I mean, miriamwebster.com. Okay, okay. guys, this is like. Source. The dictionary. Yep. There's a debate, they say, how you're supposed to pronounce that spelling, N-I-C-H-E. There are two common pronunciation variants, both of which are currently considered correct. Oh. Niche rhymes with sheesh. Niche <laughs> rhymes with pitch. Uh, so niche is the more common one. And the older, it is the oh. only pronunciation given for the word in all English dictionaries until the 20th century. I like it. Then niche was first listed uh, in Daniel Jones's. Anyway. Oh, I wonder if they're kind of calling out like the other brand. Yeah, right. Yeah. So oh, there's some there's some dictionary wars going on. here. Webster is like Jones is out. You know, Jones yeah. is a lame for doing this. So yeah. I think it's probably it seems like since 1917, that's kind of been like a struggle niche. between them. <laughs> 
right. So All right, well, let's raise on. your hand in your car or you as on your walk right now. Do you do niche? Raise your hand. Okay. Oh, I see wow, you. Wow, do I you see do niche? Hand. Okay. Okay. I think niche wins. Okay. Niche wins. All right. All right. All right. I feel like you sound more... Um, intellectual and kind of pretentious if you say niche that's what i'm getting at okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay okay what's the you said you had a question from what yeah 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 what's the email so address? uh <laughs> trevor from anaheim uh, hey trevor he, thanks for listening he asked um when did eric uh, like get into christmas uh well when i was born <laughs> you always been a Christmas guy? Have you always been like... No, I mean, as a kid, of course, like we all, I think most people like, unless there's certain like really struggles or yeah. hard things in your life, you just really enjoy Christmas, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so, yeah, always enjoyed that pretty selfishly, probably for the first, you know, 20 years of my life or yeah. something, like just wanted presents. presents. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I think there's something about, I've always loved the songs. I've always loved, uh, the food. I've always loved tradition. Mm. Tradition's mm -hmm. really fun. I, mm -hmm. you know, we always like, I, we try to maintain these traditions. We actually had our, um, my side of the family's Christmas celebration just this last weekend mm. because we usually do Christmas Eve. Yeah. But so then ever since like, I feel like since becoming senior pastor, it's mm -hmm. like, obviously like can't just pick one of the services to be at. It's yeah. like, I have to be at all the services. Right. And so we need to do it, um, much earlier. Yeah. Like, and so we've always done Christmas Eve. So we do it on that Saturday prior kind uh -huh. of thing is what we do. And so like we did the Swedish meatballs where yeah. I made the Swedish meatballs from scratch. How'd they turn out? They turned out really good. So something crazy happened this year. Now I hope this is actually an interesting story. Some of like these things I think are crazy or just like what, but okay, here it is. I made this, it's a crazy ton of meat like it probably makes like 400 meatballs or something yeah. real they're real small little meatballs and uh it's eight pounds of meat wow it's beef pork veal and then a bunch of like onion and cream and breadcrumbs and eggs uh -huh. and spices and stuff like that and then you cook it in butter and that's why it tastes good because it's just like rolling <laughs> just around butter. in straight butter like <laughs> i've literally put like two sticks of butter in the pan and just like until it gets like thick with butter yeah. and you cook them uh and then uh so then I realized I went after I'd made what I do is I made all the whole meat mixture the day before and then I go to roll the meatballs and I stopped to get ready to do that and I go oh wait a minute I don't remember putting eggs in the mixture oh, oh no it requires eight eggs in the mixture of yeah. eight pounds of meat and I'm like all of a sudden it just hit you it just hit me because I was actually getting some eggs ready to give to somebody because we have chickens yeah and then I was like I forgot eggs oh no and then I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to, like, I talked to my friend Jason, who's the culinary uh, uh -huh. expert, and he's like, just make a sample, you know, don't stress. I yeah. made a sample, because what eggs do is they don't they don't make it taste different, they make it hold together. So oh, okay, so yeah, it's not as crumbly. It's a binding mm -hmm. agent, so they don't fall apart when you cook them. And then, and, and these things already kind of struggle with falling apart when mm -hmm. you cook them. And then I went to cook a sample of it, and it stayed together better than it ever has. Whoa. I cooked all like 400 meatballs. Yeah. They stayed together better than they ever have. So the egg is not necessary. Well, so here's a, here's a alternate, uh, thought on this to, to, to the eggs not being necessary. Eight eggs. Think about eight, the eight. Come on. This is going to be good. You're going to like this. Oh, sorry. No, no, I was this sleeping. Is, this is, sorry. this is leaving cooking. This is getting into theology. Okay. I think it's kind of like the eight nights of Hanukkah. I think it's like the oil. It's the eight eggs were provided. And so we're going to have a new celebration of the eight eggs oh instead of the goodness. eight days of the oil remaining. This was like a God miracle. The Lord provided. He knew with your broken collarbone. And 
all the things going on in this world that you needed sustenance from him. It's manna. It's the, it's the oil. It's the... Oh, that's good. The miracle. It's the miracle. Swedish meatballs. The Swedish miracle. So I'm not trying to take anything away. I hope this isn't getting like, I'm not anti-Semitic because I'm very Uh, (laughs) pro-Semitic. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's That's my. That's great. I'm really glad you told that story. It's the Swedish meatball miracle. I love it. Now, I also made something this weekend. Ooh, what'd you make? So we had some Christmas carolers come to our house on Friday night. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to make cookies for the first time in my life. Never made cookies in my life. I've never baked in my life. So you decided to give these to others instead of try, try them yourself first. I'm <laughs> excited exactly for where this is I going. Did. Okay, keep going. So uh, <laughs> so I baked cookies Friday night. And then Saturday night, uh, one of my sons had a Cub Scout Christmas party. And mm-hmm. I baked cookies for that too. So two nights in a row, first two times ever, baked cookies. But my wife and my daughter both say it's not real because I just <laughs> took the cookie uh, dough that I yeah. bought from the store. I rolled it. Put it in the oven. They're like, that doesn't count. No. That's not making cookies. That's just heating something pre- up. There's a difference between preparing food and cooking food. Okay, so what you did was preparing food. That's like if you bought a, you know, like the pre-prepared meals somewhere, like a Papa John's pizza or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, like you wouldn't say you made a pizza because you threw it in the oven. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like a DiGiorno or whatever, like a frozen pizza. Well, like, where does this line go? Because you like take frozen waffles, you throw them in the toaster. Is that not that's making preparing, waffles? No, that's preparing waffles. That's not cooking uh, waffles. Lasagna, you put a lasagna in the oven. That is preparing lasagna that someone else has cooked. So you're defining preparing versus cooking. This is good. Yeah, so as usual, your wife Marie and I are on the same page about you. The only things we have opinions about are you, and I love how we're so like locked in about you. I was defending because at the Cub Scout (laughs) Christmas party... This family came up to me and said, wow, who oh, made no, those cookies? Cup- oh. And I said, I did. And my wife and daughter both said, you shouldn't have said I made them. Mm-hmm. You should have said I, what, heated them up? I prepared that. Yeah, I prepared <laughs> these cookies for you. I brought I brought them. Yeah, I brought these cookies. They're great. I cooked. You could say, mm, I, oh, you could say I baked these. Okay. I think that would be, you know. I baked these cookies. Yeah, technically correct, like with your words, because you did bake them. <laughs> You didn't cook them or do anything with any kind of skill or knowledge. or <laughs> That basically <laughs> defines my whole life. <laughs> I don't do anything with skill or knowledge. Uh, no, it's so funny. Uh, it's not true. All right. Okay, so, I like that. That was fun. Yeah. Anyway, okay. That, so was, our cooking, that start, was our cooking section yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, so when did I start liking Christmas was the question that we That was Trevor from Anaheim's question. Ten minutes ago, he yeah. asked this question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I think it's probably when we when we had kids. I think that mm-hmm. kind of ramped it up, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's when I started doing the lights a little mm-hmm. bit more. Mm-hmm. My kids liked it when they were little, and then they don't like it anymore. Um, that kind of a thing. So they don't, you know, they don't like attention yeah. on, and that kind of thing on them. So now Trevor Manham had a follow up question to that too. He wanted to ask, what's your second favorite holiday? Eight, 10 day. <gasps> oh, boom. Wait, tell us about that. I, we actually have talked about that on episode 46. We but. have. Yeah. Eight, 10 days, August 10th. And that is the day that the entire world celebrates Nehemiah 810. 810 is August 10th. Uh, so um, that's when we eat the fat and drink the sweet for the joy of the Lord is our strength. But so, remember, we also had talked about 10, 8. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could do it on 10, Nehemiah 8. 10, 8. Oh, yeah. And. Wait, what? 
I mean, I'm sorry. It was November. It was November. <laughs> no, it's it's Nehemiah eight ten, but it was November tenth. Yeah. No. No, October tenth. Wait. No, no, November eighth. November eighth. That no, actually. November's the eleventh month. Okay. October is the tenth month. Okay. Sorry. See, this gonna... is the skill and knowledge part. <laughs> this is the skill and the knowledge. <laughs> no, but you're right. It is. It is October eighth because we flip it when you do it like yeah. European date style. Right. right. Yes. That's what yes. we came up with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So your second favorite or holiday, like the... Trevor. Yeah, eight ten day. Eight ten day. Okay. All right. All right. So, do you? Is this question fun for you or not? Really? Should we do it to something different? Yeah, let's do a different question. All right. Uh, all right. So, what is what biblical story? This is from Kathleen, and Kathleen is from Orange, and she has a question about your like favorite. Here's a Bible word, she, which she uses, which is really cool because it's like kind of like a like a theology word, which is cool that Kathleen's got this, but it, what's your favorite Christmas pericope? A pericope is like a small chunk of scripture. Sure. That's like, that's a story or a chunk of scripture. Like what's your favorite little part of Christmas story in the Bible? Yeah. Luke two, the shepherds, it's just so fascinating, right? That, yeah, that angel appears to them, that they're the ones that are in the know, these lowly shepherds, um, watching, you know, kind of probably the younger, um, guys, kids yeah, of yeah. their family who are yeah. out at night um, and God reveals this incredible truth to them. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I wish I could say something else too. Cause that's my, yeah, that's absolutely my favorite. And that's actually what we're going to, that's the passage we're doing yes. on Christmas Eve. Yes. So for our Christmas candlelight services, we're doing that passage, which has got that verse in it. That mm-hmm. is from like the title of our series. We're in this, mm-hmm. like we bring you good news of great joy for all people. Like, yeah. How cool is it that yeah. good news, great joy for all all people, right. it's like not the just shepherds. Yeah, from yeah. these little these dudes like watching their sheep are just like yeah. what uneducated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, basically think about that. They were put out there at night to guard the flock from wolves and and robbers. But um, yeah, what it wasn't like they were. I mean, they're like okay, who who's really gonna stay up all night and do this? Like, oh, let's just send them out there. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, the like the boss man right. sitting by the fire right. inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just incredible. Also, I also like though maybe B would be um, Anna and Simeon's story in the temple is pretty amazing. Oh uh, yeah, okay. They go to present Jesus in the temple, eight day, um, and so you're just you're into like um, brisses. You're into the eight day ritual. <laughs> What happens on the eighth day? It's circumcision, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not because of that. It's it's Anna being this like widow and just dedicating herself to yeah, the Lord no, and God like showing up and being like, I'm rewarding your faithfulness and giving you grace to be able to see the Messiah. Like, it's just so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let's move into a couple other listener questions. We got some emails just about some other things. Okay, non-Christmas related. Yeah, we're actually going to do two emails from one dude named okay. Zachary Sorensen. Zach, we appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, Zach, thank you so much. Uh, he said this week, I love the podcast, The Week with Mary Jane. It was really cool to hear her story, and I really like that type of podcast. More podcasts with special guests would be really cool. Not that you guys aren't interesting by yourselves. He actually, though, there's a typo. He says... Not that you guys are interesting by yourselves. I'm praying that's a typo because otherwise that's like a super roast. Huh? <laughs> Either way, we accept it, Zach. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool and funny. But yeah, Mary Jane was amazing. She was great. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. her vulnerability and willingness to just 
tell all that mm-hmm. all of her stories yeah we've had some so cool some great guests jump in yeah. this fall it's been wonderful yeah so we'll continue to do the guest thing but um also recognizing we're really here for matt doan so we're just going to kind of keep more <laughs> more matt doan yeah, the better that will definitely decrease our audience did you know that the episode that we did on that was on video where i had you come in and i tricked you and i said we're going to talk about like oh yeah how to yeah. do local outreach yeah. but it was like really all about how to cultivate compassion with, right and like how, i wanted to delve into how your your kindness and generosity sure, with people yeah. and and um that's like our number two or three most listens like huh. of any episode i'm not gonna t- say how many because i want the people to think <laughs> it's, it's in the teens no 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 it's in the hundreds interesting yeah but it's, we're not like in the thousands yet or something but yeah it's in the hundreds for sure huh multiple hundreds why but yeah why? pretty cool why i think uh, it was like I think the other, the first one with Mary Jane, I think might have yeah. been even like the most. Right. The first episode we did with her. And oh. then it was one with Annie Ganahl on anxiety. Yeah. It was like super, like a ton. Oh, that, that's a great, if you can pick up that book, Victory Over Anxiety. That's right. Yeah. That Annie's come out with. Right. No, it's uh, out. Yeah, it's no, out. no, it's out. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Grabbed on Amazon. So yeah, good. absolutely. There you go. Good Christmas present. You can come in two days. Uh, although this probably will get released on Wednesday. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> New, Year's, New Year's gift. Great way to start the year. There you yeah. go. All right. So the other one from Zach, which is uh-huh. more serious. Okay. So he says, in the episode, you and Bob Shank are talking about storing up treasures in heaven, mm-hmm. which I've always struggled with understanding. I've been told in the past that heaven will be perfect equality and you'll be happy with whatever you have. Mm-hmm. So in that case, why would you need to strive um, or sto- tr- why would you need to or strive to store up more treasures when you'll be content with whatever you get? Mm-hmm. Or is that whole idea not biblically sound? Mm-hmm. Another question I have about the same topic is that isn't it sort of selfish to be serving God to our own ends? If mm-hmm. we're doing what we do in order to store up more treasures for yourself, do you really love God or are you using, using him mm-hmm. to get better stuff for you? I've gone around and around with this thought for quite a long time. Really, I'm just hoping for you guys to maybe expand on this idea and its biblical grounding. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, so I think we'll have Oof. some thoughts for it. With like, And again, this is like literally zero prep thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Other than like our life of Yeah, I would love study. to like sit with this for a bit and like think of. Well, I did email it to you last week. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally Knowledge sell you out. Um, no, no, no. no. Uh, I'm, I'm I actually think we have thoughts on this. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm leading a memorial service this afternoon, mm-hmm. um, which are. It's always a privilege um, to shepherd and pastor in those moments because you just are taking a family that's really hurting and yeah. walking them through that and pointing them to Jesus, and then getting talked about heaven. And then I also love like today there'll be many family members there that aren't believers in Jesus, and so what a cool thing to just point them towards the good news. But yeah. um, but with that, you know, in any memorial, talk about heaven and talk about, okay, to be absent from the body is to be present from the Lord. Paul talks about that. And uh, for the believer, um, death is not the final say, that we have eternity waiting for us. But there's some mystery. Like sometimes people ask, like, well, do you go immediately into heaven? Is there like soul sleep where like you take a nap and then, you know, in eternity you wake up and everyone's there? Right. Um, and some of that stuff is just, you know, you, there's some speculation, there's some ideas, but uh, the the scriptures are are kind of mysterious, are kind of quiet in some of those details. What we do know is that God is right, and mm-hmm. God will do the right thing, and that there'll be justice. There won't be somebody that will be in eternity um, or be in hell in eternity and say, I didn't deserve this, or this is not right. So I think we can confidently say that just based on the character, the nature of God. So then that leads into this idea of like, 
okay, does heaven have a quality where everyone has the same stuff? Well, in some ways, yes. John 14, you know, God's building houses yeah. for us. Uh, those spiritual houses or those physical houses, hard to say, right? It just says mm-hmm. homes. And those kind of, what it's actually referring to in that, which is interesting, yeah. is the whole thing in a Jewish family in that time, what they would do is they would add on a room to the family home. And then like, it's not the whole many mansions thing is out. That's not right. what it's saying. It's not saying mansion. Yeah. It's, it's, it's saying my father's house are many rooms because they're adding on a part of the, the father's house. That's so we're good. all in the family home together, but we've just added on another room. Oh, that's good. Isn't that cool? Yeah. 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 I've mansions actually never heard that out. before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's kind of yeah. cool. So yeah, the mansion, like as far as like the health wealth type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's space, there's place, there's a residence for us in yep. eternity. So in some ways, we all have equal residence. So yep. that's probably the quality part of it. Uh, there is idea of treasures in heaven. Don't store up for yourself treasures on earth, yeah. but store up for yourself treasures in heaven. Right. So that's biblical. So yes, yeah, so there's an idea that we will have some type of connection between what happens in our walk with journey with God here mm-hmm. to what we experience in the reality of heaven. Mm-hmm. Now the mystery in my mind, and maybe you have different thoughts, but the mystery in my mind comes in, what do we do with those treasures? Are right. those treasures that we just lay at the feet of Jesus the minute we get there? Right. Are those treasures that we somehow use and enjoy in heaven? I don't know. Have you had thoughts on that? Yeah, I do have some, I have some thoughts on it. I mean, one is that like what you were just talking about, like, uh, why that band is called casting crowns. Mm-hmm. Um, so is because it's at at revelation four. I was actually just looking up mm-hmm. like uh, revelation four, nine through 11. And it's, it's this scene in the throne room of heaven in revelation four. It says when the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne to him who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders, uh, will fall down before him who sits on the throne and they'll worship him who lives forever and ever and will cast their crowns mm-hmm. before the throne saying, worthy are you, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things. And it goes on now, like, I think it's not saying, and so I want to say what it like doesn't say first, like mm-hmm. it doesn't say. And so then when you die, you'll get to heaven and then you'll get all these rewards and you'll throw them down at Jesus feet. So I'm not, mm-hmm. cause that's why I'm not trying to say it says that, but I think mm-hmm. that's like the mentality, like even these, these like held up elders, these 24 elders, like however all of that is, I don't want to get into right mm-hmm. now, you know, but their, their posture, their response to God in his throne room is to just to say, okay, I, I've been given I've been given a level of like authority and honor and power by being able to wear a crown, hmm. right? They're in a position of even having a crown. Yeah. And it says they take these crowns off and throw them at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, that feels like a little bit more what our posture will be. I think yeah. that when we are in quote unquote heaven, um, and we'll talk about a little bit about maybe new heaven, new earth kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's like the glory of God will be so great that the glory of our rewards will be so like just not as important to us, Mm, you know, like, I don't know. That's, that's some of what I think now. I think there, I think that there is a sense of we will be blessed by our reward, but I don't Mm -hmm. think we would be jealous. So part of what Zach's Mm -hmm. asking is I don't think when we're in the very presence of God and we're perfected and glorified that there'd be any envy or jealousy. I think even what it would be is like, you know, when you're at your best and you, when you're like at your best heartedness yeah. and when someone else succeeds and you just have this joy that they did yeah. well, yeah. like, I think that like 
just magnified is kind of what it would be like in heaven. You're That's like, so oh good. my gosh, did you see? Yeah. Did you see like Mother Teresa or whatever, you right. know, or whatever, right. right? Or like that kind of like the Apostle Paul, dude, the Apostle Paul's yeah. here. <laughs> like he's the best. Yeah. And you're like, he crushed it. I'm so hyped for him. You know, right. I, I don't right. know, trying to put it into our modern language yeah. just of like, wow, I'm so excited about huh. what, but it's like, it doesn't have to be these like famous people. It's probably like, did you see what that guy, Joe, that spent, uh, spent his days working with the, yeah. uh, the poor and, you know, like South Philly or whatever, yeah. and, you know, yeah. <laughs> and just teaching them about Jesus and, mm. and, and caring for their needs. Like, dang, look at him. I'm, I'm so oh, that's, stoked. That's so good because yeah, there's a sense that any, it's hard not to take earthly, um, I guess like sinfulness yeah. and not transfer that into our eternity existence. Yeah, so yeah. jealousy is part of the fall. Right. So jealousy doesn't exist right. pre-fall or in glorified state. So yep. to be jealous of like, oh, I got to give God this and you got to give him this, or you get to use this. It's right. just not in part of the equation. Right, right. Or envy, strife. Um, yeah, so that, that's pretty powerful yeah. to think about Yeah. Um, when it comes to even just rewards. Yeah. You know, a lot of people do think, and it's like very, like there's a couple of verses that would kind of lead us there and stuff, but like if it is a new heaven and a new earth mm -hmm. and then when we read some of like it seems like it has like structures or buildings mm -hmm. or it seems like it has like you know aspects like a, of cultivation like it's mm -hmm. a new garden right that needs cultivation but it's kind of this garden city is mm -hmm. like the aspect of what you think of it as that there'll be it's not like you're just floating on a cloud in like some right. sort of ecstasy like yeah. we're living in some sort of way in this new earth that has some sort of physicalness to mm -hmm. it. And so we might even then have roles that mm -hmm. we, that we play now jobs. <laughs> yeah. Jobs. Exactly. And so these jobs, like, I don't know how, what you, how you store up treasure, like kind of results in what kind of job that you have in heaven, mm -hmm. maybe, or in, in the, you know, in the, in eternity. Um, but like, so I think there's something to that, but again, I think it's not like there's going to be, oh, that guy has the job, the, the stinky job, you know, right. or the, like the job that nobody wants. Right. And he's like, cleaning bathrooms. Or, he barely, yeah. you know, because he accepted Christ on his deathbed, yeah. you know, like he's, yeah. you know, he doesn't get, he doesn't get the good stuff. Right. I think they'll just be like, wow, I think it'll be this like perfect harmony and, um, mm -hmm. and, and joy for, for one another. Yeah. What is that? I guess. Maybe the, I don't know if it's a counter argument to that though, but it's the idea of like, okay, well, does it really matter what we do on this earth then? Uh, you, you become a Christian. How come you don't just right. get like taken raptured right away? Right. Um, how come there still seems to be this like time, whether it's a day or 50 years or what, or in between where you do live and work for God, um, not right. to earn salvation, but as a response of salvation. So what's even the motivation for some I of that? And I, I guess even to answer my own question to begin with, it's like, well, there will be something that the things that we do here that count for eternity, we'll never we'll never regret those right. when we're in eternity. Right, right, right. Absolutely never regret those. And I do think this is what's weird. I think this is just me talking. Okay. Mm -hmm. This isn't like based mm -hmm. on yeah. all this, you know, whatever. Um, but it's because I have heard a lot of people say, like, okay, yes, there are quote unquote like better jobs. Like there would be like mm -hmm. things that are Oh man, that's, that's awesome. Like I'm ex so you'll be excited to be doing that, mm -hmm. but I just don't think it would be like envy or whatever. Like, yeah. I do think that there are rewards. I think you'll be so thrilled that you have this opportunity to get this awesome crown mm -hmm. to throw before the mm -hmm. feet of Jesus. Right. You're like, yes, this is so good. And it's, it's hard to explain because I, I, it's really hard to understand because it yeah. does, 
it's almost like one of these, which which we'll cover in a future episode. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the the Calvinism, Arminianism, and now Ooh. not classic oh. that because I think more free will versus yeah. determinism is yeah. kind of you know it, it is it is or like predestination versus like free will. Mm-hmm. Some of that kind of argument. Um, it's like it's like this hard thing because it's sort of like the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Is it is it this or this? Yes, and yeah. is it is it. Um, is it you'll have rewards and you'll not care mm. at, at some, that somebody has a better reward than you? Yes. Like it's both, yeah. you know, it's, I don't know. Like, we should do a, we should really do some series, something on heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Road. Yeah. That'd be cool. I do though. I want to warn. I get if, nervous about certainty with it. Yeah. That's yes. what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Is yeah. I want to warn Zachary and all of us that, um, I think anyone that talks um, in very black and white, certain terms about this is going to be the way it is. Mm-hmm. I think we should be cautious of because the scriptures don't talk that way. Correct. So, uh, Absolutely. I mean, book of Revelation is a great place. You'll be blessed when you read the book of Revelation, study it. So we should study. There is some great clues of, of what's to come. You know, the idea of no tear, no pain, Yeah. Um, some of those, but they're very broad strokes. Yeah. And so anyone that gets super specific and this is what you'll be doing, this is how you're going to re- Use your rewards. Yeah, yeah. I think we should be a little cautious of that. Yeah, I actually very much agree with that. So that's good. Okay, I think that's pretty good. I think we answered Zach's question a lot. You know, the question I was thinking of was really cool. Is, so this last Sunday, there was an amazing video that you were part of yeah. with Jaime and Elena Sanchez. Yeah. And I just want to know, did you hear yourself saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were going to get serious. <laughs> yeah. So, so one of the first podcasts that we did, um, Eric goes, Hey, great job. But you tend to go, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a, it's, yeah. I don't know if it's quite that deep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's quite like, mm. well, it is it's in my, like, it is in my ears, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh boy. So I actually been consciously not trying to do that on our podcast, do because it's just a natural thing for me to like respond to people, right? It's affirming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Active yeah, I did notice somehow, I don't know, hot mic or what, but on that video, yeah, I was giving a lot of nonverbal. I was trying to make eye contact with you yesterday. Because we both already like you were you did it. I'd seen it a couple times beforehand. So I wasn't like, you know, so first time. It wasn't first time. So I was trying to look at you and make eye contact with you. And you you weren't looking at you weren't looking at me. But um, it was so jokes aside because that was fun to make fun of you. But it like, was so good. Oh my it wasn't goodness, it good. yeah. so good. Their yeah. life, their story of life changing, very miraculous. Yeah, supernatural. God intervening and shoving them to the front of the room almost. Yeah, they sent us some fit photos that I guess we didn't get to use because maybe because of the quality of the photo. But like they're they were literally goth kids, so they were like full makeup. Like just live in. And he's like wearing dark. this wool, wool sweater. Yeah, like now. I know. You know, yeah, you know yeah, they've yeah, changed yeah. so much. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, they were just into like punk and just partying hard yeah. and having a small family and that didn't change their lifestyle. Right. Like they had right. young kids and they're still partying hard, living like just kind of dark lives. Hmm. And then literally Jesus intervenes, so changes amazing. everything. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. I wish we could have seen that. I want to see those pictures actually. Yeah. So. I'll show them to you, but uh, it's cool. So yeah, if you haven't seen, I mean, Elena Sanchez's story, um, check it out. I think it's probably posted on our Vimeo page or website. Now yeah. Or it'll something. be posted. It's um, definitely within the sermon. Like if you go to calvarylife.org slash right. sermon, you yeah. can find it within the sermon or, but maybe we should, I'm sure it's like released separately as well mm-hmm. or it will be at some point. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's start to move 
on. I'm trying to think what else we want to just do. I think uh, we'll just do like some of our year end stuff. Yeah. Um, so somebody like your. Oh, real quick, real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have one more question that came in from Sebastian uh, in Philadelphia, actually. It's kind of strange. Really? Yeah. After I made that we, Philly we reference. Have a, we, have a, we have a Philadelphia listener. But Sebastian wanted to know, um, did you ask for anything for Christmas? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel nervous. Like, I don't know what I don't you're know. doing. I don't know. I didn't set up. I could, uh, this is going to sound really selfish, but I could really use a new bike helmet. <laughs> oh, after too I, soon. After I too soon. <laughs> when, when will you get back on the bike? Uh, have you thought about it? I, I have one more month until I'm allowed, until I go back to the doctor and get another set of x-rays. Okay. And then they'll tell me if I can start running. Yeah. And then hopefully soon after that i'm allowed to do stationary bike now okay but i can't go outside yet i can't yeah. run even run yeah. yet so but i did sign up for another ironman wow, okay. june 12th in des moines iowa wow so hopefully we'll have some listeners from des moines uh next year yeah because i'll spread nice. the word of the podcast <laughs> we actually had uh, a buddy of ours matt showada shavada swida swida i always say his name wrong that's okay but matt ran in like um like a Ohio Ironman this last summer. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And anyway, he posted, hey, pray for me. I'm about to do this. And I actually knew someone in Chattanooga at the time that was volunteering at the race. So I like texted them and I'm like, hey, if you see this guy, and they looked up his number and he rode by and they're like, good job, Matt. And he was like shocked. He's like, wait, how, what? There's some <laughs> random until he knew who you were. Yeah, it's so yeah. rad. So, That's so good. We'll look for anyone that has Iowa connections. Ooh, I think the Kempkisses do. Oh, really? Oh, you know, Barry I, Kempkis, I actually right. was talking to Barry Kempkis yeah. about about yeah. Iowa, like last week, because I can get some family members. She out was there. a little yeah. nervous for me about the humidity. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so that's encouraging though that you're you're thinking about it. Yeah, back yeah, on. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. New bike helmet. New bike helmet. Giro, Even, Giro Arrowhead Mips. Did your bike white and silver, please? Did you? Is your bike okay? <laughs> yeah, my bike's actually. I think my bike's fine. I put it on the trainer, like uh -huh. this little spin, like spin yeah. it in your house, and uh, it seems like to be working fine. Oh, that's great. I know it was more wrecked by my last crash that was less yeah, bad so <laughs> there is i've noticed it's funny like i've noticing some stuff's kind of like tweaked or whatever so i'll mm -hmm. take it in for a tune-up at some point soon but it's yeah. i think it's rideable wow i know it's crazy so did you did you want that question asked back so to you for was this all set Aaron? up for you to ask for something well i asked for New some Lexus. speaking of baking <laughs> no no that's there's a whole backstory to that no that's not telling yeah. um <laughs> I, speaking of baking i don't know why i'm getting oh, into that so i asked for a blender you asked for a blender. A blender. So tell me how blending applies to baking. <laughs> I like this. this is I'm fun. just like the whole food job. Okay, okay, okay. A blender. Nice. A what do you like? What do you? What was like your first like? I want to do this with my blender. So. Well, so <laughs> I'm just wondering. I love to make smoothies. Oh, okay, so a little yeah, protein yeah, yeah. powder. How are you making banana. them now? How are you making them now? Well, we have a blender. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want a better one. No, that makes sense. A better blender is a thing. Like yeah. once you start using a kind of a junky blender. Yeah, you need a little bit better blender. Yeah. yeah. What What did you ask for? What kind? Uh, it's a Pro Grade 2000 model <laughs> spinner. Okay, I no, got I don't you. Know. No, you don't know. All yeah. Right, all right. We like our. We have like a. It's like the Ninja one. That, so it's <gasps> yeah, not expensive. Right. It's not like a Vitamix. That's like crazy yeah, yeah, expensive. Yeah, I don't want that. But I mean, I want that, but I'm not going to spend yeah. money on that. Um, and then, but then we like our Ninja. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Okay, for what it's worth. Year uh, end, year end. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All right, your year end favorites. All right, Matt Doan, what was your favorite podcast of the year? 
other than the Calvary Life podcast, of course. Oh, wait, that takes away my number one choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> uh, I have become a big fan of podcasts over the last couple of years, like probably many of you who are listening to this because you're listening to this. But um, I love Pete Scazzaro, of course. So oh, Pete Scazzaro yeah. has Emotionally Healthy Spirituality podcast. So Scazzaro, S-C-A-Z-Z-E-R-O. It, it's kind of... It's a lot to pastors, so maybe that's a little warning. Well, because it's emotionally healthy leader podcast, yeah, right? So it's yeah. kind of leader directed, right? So maybe that's a I don't know. But people can love that. But it it just always, re- it's always reminding us though yeah. to make the main thing the main thing, which is Jesus in our lives. So I really love it. Mm-hmm. I call I, it Wednesdays with Pete. I oh hang yeah, up with right. uh, Pete on Wednesday mornings. Um, okay, my favorite podcast. Has yeah, been, I, I listen to a podcast that breaks down every Taylor Swift song of all time, and they just go into real detail, like about forty-five minutes on every song, and I just I love it so much. <laughs> just kidding, that's not true at all. I'm sorry, um, but you know Natalie, who does our intro and outro, yeah. and it's the producer of this podcast. Yes, she is hardcore Swifty. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hardcore. She's going to love this. So she would make, she would probably want that podcast. This will be interesting to see if this gets edited out. <laughs> this little like, thing, like a little dive into. into Is there really movie. a podcast that breaks down Taylor's? Cause there's like, there's podcasts that break down like every op off episode of the office. Yeah. Yeah. I've listened to one that does every episode of the West wing. Uh-huh. Cause I love West wing. Yeah. So West wing weekly. And I'm, I've been listening to one called parks and recollection. Okay. It's Rob Lowe and one of the writers of parks and rec. Like uh, that's kind of creative. Every yeah. episode yeah. doing uh, parks and recollection. Yeah. yeah. So those are fun. So yeah. I bet I honestly, I guarantee that there is that, that's that funny. Taylor Swift one. Okay. But what do you really listen to? No. So I've been like, I know we, this is one of my favorites that's like um, not a sports one or something, mm-hmm. but is where's the joy in that? Oh, yeah. So I'm super into joy and I'm actually like really jealous of this podcast name mm-hmm. because and, and like format because I feel like I wish I had like made it up myself because mm-hmm. <laughs> they just say like where it's by the by two guys from that band Ren Collective that yeah, played here and yeah. they they have that jo- that song Joy of the Lord's My Strength. They have a version of Joy of the World. It kind of joy has been like a thing that they've um, kind of honed in on mm-hmm. and their podcast where's the joy in that and mm-hmm. then they'll just have a different topic like where's the joy in yeah and they'll talk about kind of funny like random things they're just characters and they're they're irish they're they're kind of who we strive to be actually 100 yeah 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 Yeah, actually if people listen to it they'll be like oh wow so are they copying this podcast uh without as without the as good of humor right (laughs) but like even they'll say like where's the joy in consumerism and you're like what what do you mean by that and they'll just kind of talk Mm -hmm. because at christmas time they're talking about that and Mm -hmm. there's just lots of interesting where's the joy in gathering together where's the joy Mm -hmm. in even like something like Where's the joint Halloween? They're just mm-hmm. kind of like mm-hmm. talk through like whatever is kind of in the cultural moment. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so that's a really good one. Um, what was your favorite book you read this year? Favorite book? Um, probably Gentle and Lowly by Ooh, Dane Ortland. Gentle. It's so good. And we've mentioned that a couple weeks ago on the podcast. We have plenty of copies if you want one. Um, <laughs> but it's so good. Just the heart of Jesus, how he relates to us. And this great line in there that says, even at your worst moment, at your most vulnerable, desperate, weak moment, Jesus was drawn towards you, not repulsed by you, but drawn to you. And uh, I think that's just so powerful to think about. So yeah, Dane Ortland, Gentle and Lily, it, it actually won a bunch of awards. Oh, but the other one too. And I guess, I think this is still 2021, 20, um, but is- um, Well, it doesn't come out, just so that you yeah, read. Yeah. So Brett McCracken's Wisdom Pyramid. Oh yeah, that's so good, good too. good yeah, too. Good. So um, really just good. talking about what what's our diet. Um, you know, it should be scripture, nature, beauty. Yeah. Um, social media should be at the bottom of that list. Unfortunately, a lot of times in my life, it's flipped. Yeah, exactly. So what about you? What's your favorite book yeah. that you've read this so, year? So I've really enjoyed this a little more niche. 
Oh boy. <laughs> but it's, it, yeah, it's a little more specific kind of to like a, but anyway, it's called a guide for listening and inner healing prayer by huh. Rusty Rustenback. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's been really helpful. So yeah. some of the stuff of like, how do you like pray, like listen for God? How do you like help pray for someone else to experience like true inner healing? Yeah. And like some, and it's, it's like, um, sometimes these kind of writing on this kind of stuff can be sort of like vague or ethereal and it's kind of, it kind of breaks stuff down and it's pretty helpful. And I've so far I've found everything to be pretty like in line, like not mm. too weird or whatever. Cause mm -hmm. also that stuff can get kind of weird. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty cool. So I've been doing this like spiritual authority cohort, like yeah. this, so learning some stuff this year with a group of people. And that one has been really helpful. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed that book. Plus, I mean, if we're talking about books, not about like dragons and wizards and stuff like that, right? Yes. <laughs> that the average person would want to read. <laughs> I did re-listen to Dune. I actually listened huh. to Dune. I was actually listening to the book Dune in one um, ear when I crashed my bike. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the movie coming out, I kind of wanted to like reacquaint yeah. myself with the book because I'd read the book a long time I ago. I didn't even know there was a book. So this goes back to this baking versus um, <laughs> preparing or whatever. Is listening to a book oh, yeah. the same as reading a book? I'm not saying, but like, does it count as reading a book? Okay, so I think it counts. Uh -huh. But one thing I always kind of like, I, I bristle out a little bit when like a mutual friend of ours, even actually, I won't name on here, but says like, I read that book. Like Tim Nellis. <laughs> Matt just named it. He says, I'm reading this book. And for some reason, because I totally listen to books too. I don't look down on that for, or, mm -hmm. you know, but like. I'm always like, come on, bro. Just say you listen to it. <laughs> no, but like it, it, I think it totally counts. It yeah. totally counts. And like a lot of people are just wired differently with how like they best yeah. it, take in information. Sure. And so if you take in content better by listening, then mm -hmm. do that. And I know like for him, that's like, yeah. hey, this just works way better for me. Yeah, he can do other, he can be walking around, do yeah. things. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, what, what's your question that you've got from a... Yeah, from, from my list perspective, <laughs> uh, favorite... Pastor Dave sermon of 2021. <laughs> oh man, this might take some preparation. Uh, His last one? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> His one on Zechariah. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I can't think of any other no, ones. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> um, name, oh, here's this. What was your favorite sermon you preached in either June or July? Can you think of one? Oh, I, I probably couldn't even answer this question if you tried to do it. Why me. June and July? I'm just trying to pick a time oh, right, oh, oh. far away and then can see if you can actually even remember one sermon. No, but you know what's funny away. is um, <laughs> is that often we have just privilege of just following up with people, talking with people in our church or connected to our church. And it's funny how people will remember certain things that you say in a yeah, sermon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've gotten most comments about my revelation that I cheated in seminary. Oh, dude, in, this came uh, up in our house this week. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah, keep going, though. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I had someone even at the Cub Scout party say, like, hey, weren't you the guy that spoke about cheating in seminary? Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah that was me. <laughs> Glad you remembered that part. But, yeah, uh, but yeah. it's also good and humbling, too, to... Well, yeah, when you share some of your hardest moments that people resonate with. Yeah. That. Yeah. So this week, dude, in our house, like I was talking because hmm. Grace just finished her first semester yeah, at Biola and right. she was like, 
you know, and I was so tempted to write a hundred. And then I was thinking, uh, cause on her test, yeah. it, it had that question. How, right. what percentage of the reading did you accomplish? Yeah. And she was like, I know I'd read most of it, but not all of it. And so I couldn't do a hundred. So I did 95. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that gives you like a little bit of like, okay, like that's right. a little, little bit of honesty. Sure. Oh, that's good. I get actually, so I have a personal beef with that, um, question that they make you answer Yeah, because I think I think it's the wrong way to do education. Uh, so in my view, yeah. trying to, like, I think you should read for comprehension and understanding, right. not for completion. Absolutely. I think it's an absurd and a really terrible question. Mm -hmm. And I think Grace's professor and your professor are in the wrong and should be judged. <laughs> Excommunicated. <and> lose their <laughs> tenure. No, no, but I do. I actually really think it's the wrong question. So, yeah. I, and I think it's a weird Christian-y integrity way to do, try to like, try to manipulate the kids to like, yeah. I don't know. So I, I, I know I kind of came yeah. with a hot take on that, but no, no I, yeah, you came hot. I came hot on that. Um, favorite day of 2021. Oh boy. It's so hard. Cause you feel like there's a certain level of like, what really was it? And then what's the thing you feel like you sort of have to say? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Cause it's always gotta be pretty much like, you know, I was hanging out with my wife. Yeah. And kids, yeah. And it's gotta be a family thing. Family thing. And then we like had a little time of prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel and I, my, my 14 year old son and I uh, went to a baseball tournament of his in, um, in Reno and I'll just, we had so much fun. It was mm. just the two of us and he had a game one day, which was fun. We were watching baseball. We went and got pizza after that. And we went and watched just baseball in the hotel room, yeah. like next few hours at ESPN. And it was like just the two of us sitting there. Like, we're just having so much fun. Yeah. It's like eating Doritos at 10, 10 o'clock at night. Like we can, we can do this. And <laughs> so I really loved that. Those four days were really special. Um, What's so funny is the first thing I'm thinking about too, is like, I don't like, I feel like my family's gonna be like, that wasn't even this year or something. But it, I think it was like, we went on this trip to this, our favorite place called Sayulita, yeah. Mexico. I think it was this year. It's yeah. it was last spring, but that we went to, yeah, it was last spring break. We went to Sayulita, Mexico, which is kind of near Puerto Vallarta. Mm -hmm. And it's this little, it's a kind of a quaint fishing surfing village and has like the best tacos I've ever had at this one El Pastor mm -hmm. place called Tacos, Tacos Deli, Tacos Al Ivan. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's amazing. So, um, and we just, we know the people actually mm -hmm. that like run this hotel. So we get a pretty good rate. So that's part of why we go there. And it's an amazing place. Just so relaxing, but we're always just together and like we all love it there's like not like you know and you have like kids of different ages and like kind of like i don't know and, and then adults and whatever sometimes it's hard to find a thing that you all love and that's like a thing we all love and so it's pretty fun mm. uh all right i think uh do you think we're good i don't know can you think of anything else that's yeah i would just encourage all of us just to do some reflection we have some quiet time the next few days week like do some reflection look back on this year see where god's showing up see places that maybe have been hard and mm -hmm. even invite him into process that with you um, we're going to talk on this next Sunday about sitting with Jesus and how that's a priority for, for Jesus with us, that he wants to sit with us. And so, um, I encourage us to all to be doing that kind of making our own list. There you go. This is crazy. We're actually both in a sermon prep week, you and yeah. I, cause I'm doing Christmas Eve and you're doing Sunday. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's not usual that, that we're both funny. in the kind of like that mode, uh, of thinking about that. But, uh, also Christmas day sing two comes out starring guess who Bono. What? Yeah, dude. Bono is like the main character in Sing 2, this cartoon coming out. And it, U2 has a whole new song that he sings in it. It's a really good song. I've, I've heard the song. I haven't seen the movie. Then the other oh. character like sings another U2 song. Like U2 is going to be highly featured in this Christmas Day movie, Sing now, 2 is cartoon. Now, is that the... Is that like when they do the documentaries one one time or in the future they'll be like, and that's when you two yeah started to go fire. downhill. Yeah. 
Next, Pachanga. They ended up playing the casinos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the state fairs came right after that. It actually is like, you've got a really good point. And it's kind of like, I'm just maybe like. No, maybe it'll be really good. I mean, I'm thinking maybe like a younger generation will maybe start to care a little bit about YouTube, possibly. Yeah. So I don't know. It could help. Pass Are you going to go on. see it on Christmas? I am definitely not going to see it on Christmas Day, okay. but I will be seeing it. So I'd like to see it in the theater. I was talking to my family. I'm like, hey, guys, Sing 2 is coming out. And they all looked at me like, yeah, good one. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go do that. All right. What? Go. Were you going to say something? <laughs> Filter. Filter. <laughs> yes. Use the wisdom from the spirit for filtering your comments, just like Matt Doan did. Use that at your Christmas table this week <laughs> with your family when we talk politics, when we talk religion, when we talk about things that are controversial. Uh, but no, I'm super excited to celebrate. Remember that it's about the incarnation, that God with us, Jesus come, mm. uh, heaven come down uh, to be with us uh, and expressing his compassion, suffering with us. And uh, that will result in our ultimate joy. So thank you so much for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.